comics to me time. <laughs> we should try that again next time. Uh, Wait, ready? And it's talk comics to me time. <laughs> hey, I'm Champ Champenstein, and I think both of us might have just lost our minds. Yeah, it, it's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. That's what I keep saying, so. And who are you? Oh, um, I don't know today. <laughs> okay, okay. Understandable. We'll we, just go with the one. The one? Like, yeah. Like, like your Neo from the Matrix? <laughs> No, I was thinking Ricky Bobby, like, Toddy. Like, oh. I guess well, either one of them just describes me anyway, so. So, yeah, we're here to talk about this week in comics. I don't have anything fun, good, or intriguing to say. Um, I don't either. I I was going to, we're just going to talk about comics. We're <laughs> just going to do it this week. All right. So, this is something we both have. Uh, this is... <laughs> Mighty Valkyries, issue number one. Uh, this is my boy, Jason Aaron. <laughs> Low-key, low too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I just like to say it's mine. I and, just love And Mighty. also, I just I just read this. I, I yeah. did not actually get... I did not get the Mighty Valkyries. Yeah, just so... Just because I, I wasn't sure how it was going to spin out of King and Black if I needed to read any of that King right. and Black business, which I did not want to do. So... Um, and I, to be honest, I never finished the Return of Valkyries because we, there was that mix-up with the oh, last yeah. issue. So I don't know exactly how this ties into that part of the series. I just know that the character, uh, where, oh, there she is. She's down there. I was like, <laughs> where is she on the cover? The one that was in King of Black, Valkyries, mm-hmm. is brought over oh, yeah. to the story. Um, but basically there's like three kind of stories that are woven into it. Jane Foster, uh, is doing her thing, investigating some, some death and she runs into Loki who is running from his grandchildren. (laughs) Um, Who only just want to maim him a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, I, I love him so much. Um, anyway, um, and then it goes to Hela and Carnilla. I can never yeah, remember. I believe that is okay. Um, Carnilla is gone, and so Hella is trying to find her, and she is raising three children that ended up dying, which I just was like, good for her. She deserves that. Um, and then the Valkyrie who was in the King of Black, you finally learned her name and her introduction and stuff. So it's a. I enjoy it, of course. I love Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I really liked it a lot. Like, I. Like I said, I kind of skimmed the second story. I read the a good chunk of the first part, and then just like skimmed the rest of it, just mm-hmm. because I don't know. There wasn't it wasn't as intriguing to me as like the first story part. Yeah, no, the first one I, I was the best. I do really like the third one too because you finally get to learn her name and mm-hmm. like. Oh yeah, no, I did like that yeah, idea too. Who she is, but then obviously all the stories are like weaving together, mm-hmm. so I'm like. I'm excited for yeah. it to happen. That is, yeah, you know, it's always like good storytelling mode. Uh, okay, I have Ultra Mega. This is issue number two. I had just special ordered the first issue and then picked up the second issue. And I really, really liked it a lot. Like, way more than I thought I would. A lot. Is that the robot one? Uh, I mean, there are robot. It's the kaiju one. Oh, okay, right. That's where, like, the kaijus, like, infect- people are kind of infected by them. I don't know. It's a weird thing. And that town, like, it's completely flooded with blood. 
in the first in the first issue and kills a bunch of people and so this is kind of just like after like the big kaiju kaiju like ultra mega fight and like kind of how it's post-apocalyptic there are these people who are worshiping the kaiju trying to like keep people who aren't worshiping them down and it's a it's a whole thing i just mm-hmm. i really like the art a lot i i don't know the story like was pretty intriguing on this like second issue i don't know just really drew me in and something i did not think i would enjoy so right uh what is like the one thing that you like the most about like this issue because I, I remember you like being excited about the first one but this one like you seem... i don't i don't even know how to describe it i think it's just the like the story building and the storytelling aspect and just like they introduce you to this character, Noah, who is trying to fight against this these powerful people, but accidentally, you know, does the wrong thing while doing so and kind of brings the fist down, so to speak. So it's just like, I don't know, I, don't, I think I like that. And it really had this, like, anime feel to it. Okay. I can, or like I a can manga that, feel yeah. to it, for sure. So I really, I really enjoyed that as well. It's hard to describe, but I really, like, really like that second issue. Like, I read it at work today, and I was just like, damn, yeah, this is really good. Okay. And, for like, and also, you know, it's, like, a thicker book, too, so it's, like, worth the, what is it, seven ninety nine, and it's, like, you know, pretty hefty, hefty story. Yeah, the colors are really and, good. Yeah, the it. colors are so good. It's just, like, I don't know. Is it, like, a team, or is it just one person? It is it's, an actual team. Okay. It, yeah, it's kind of, like, a team. It's also kind of just, like... I don't know, it's hard to describe because it's, like, about, like, ultra mega and kaiju and, like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. All right. And I don't want to ruin it. I just want people to read it. It's just action. Yeah. Okay. You love that. All right. So then we have Aliens. Aliens? Alien. 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 There it is. And this is issue number two. This was also one we, did you just special order the second one? Or did you add No, this? I added it, but I added it too late, so I had to pick this one up off the wall because okay. we just, there was a lag. I, Wendy and I both, like, dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. It's like when I forgot to put Ultra Mega on my pull. Yeah. Uh, this, this issue wasn't, like, necessarily as strong as the first issue. The art is still just, some, it was, like, more tolerable but yeah. even when I got the shot of the alien, which I love aliens. It, yeah, it, it was, was just like, like set up to be such a cool page. But it's just like, I have that action figure and I could just look at, I could take that picture and just look at it myself. Like it just looks, once again, it's just too stiff, unfortunately. Like it's, yeah. And I almost feel like if the, the story, story wasn't so good, the art would be so, like, take it, take you out of it so much, it would not yeah. be enjoyable. It's very, um, god, I don't even know how to describe it. It just, it makes me uncomfortable. It's like in Nightmares when you see, like, people who are smiling and the smile's just, like, off a little bit, mm-hmm. and you don't know what's wrong with it, but it makes you very it's, uncomfortable. It's like a weird kind of uncanny valley thing. Yeah, that's... That's what this, and that doesn't mean that it's like bad. It's just like it, it at parts it can be really difficult to yeah get your mind past yeah it for sure. Uh, but the story is just continuing. Uh, this dude's son broke into the space station, caused aliens to start havoc. So because obviously the the dad is the one responsible, <laughs> he's the one who did it. He has to go up there and fix it. Yeah, uh, it's I don't know I. I don't know what I hoped for this book, but I just definitely did not, I don't know. It seems like it's like, okay, now it's playing into, like, a cliche of right. alien stuff, especially showing, like, the alien dog thing. I'm like, oh, okay, 
okay, I understand what we're getting here. Yeah, it's I, I've just seen a regular I've, old story. I've seen Alien Resurrection. I'm waiting for Alien vs. Predator. Like, they put that in comic form and... That will... I... Okay, let's 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 keep talking about comics because otherwise we're gonna go down a dumb hole, <laughs> a dumb hole of like Alien and Predator. Yeah. Which I am excited about the Predator books coming out. Like, that'll be awesome. Yeah. No, I'm very excited about them too. I just saw on the work computer. It one of the first things in Google is like, were Predator variants canceled? And I was like, were they? <laughs> no, because it, it got pushed back because they're waiting to do like do the predator like do the predator book and the variants until they switch over to penguin okay that makes sense yeah so it's coming out in the fall versus like i think it was supposed to be coming out coming out in the summer yeah so well and i had read some we'll discuss yeah, yeah. that <laughs> thing later okay so i have uh you promised me darkness this is issue number one this is a behemoth book this is a strange one this is about Halley's comet um the main character is telling a story about how every time Halley's Comet passes, like, people get a power of some sort. Like, it just does something. Turns them into mutants and stuff. Um, and how he exists and everyone that he knows within the, the group that exists. Just the story of Halley's Comet. Um, there is one bad guy who can absorb the powers. So he's been going around, like, absorbing everyone. Absorbing. Who has, absor- like... Absorbing. Man. Yeah. Who has a power from Halley's Comet. So... It's, uh, it's very interesting. Normally, I do not like this kind of art at mm-hmm. all for books. But there's just something about the way that the story is told and the way that the art I really looks. like these, like, panels with yeah. that are really dark, though. Yeah, yeah really it's like, it's just, it's... I think for any other kind of story, it wouldn't work at all for me. I would have given up on the first page. But there's just, yeah, something just really cool about the story being told and then the art going along with it because it just looked like screen prints. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I really enjoyed this. I picked this up because I was I, I am a low key nerd about Holly's comet. I love reading about it. So I was like, a comet, and then in a comic, and about powers, <laughs> it was everything I've ever wanted. So I had a great time. So I don't, I don't care what <laughs> anyone else thinks. Okay, I have Stray Dogs. This is issue number three. This is a little horror story about all these pups realizing the dude who has them has, has been murdering people, and they're, <laughs> the people that he's been murdering are their owners. Love that. And so each issue kind of, like, builds upon each, the last, and just with them trying to figure out what's happening. Uh, it is, it is, like... I, it's hard to describe. It's really interesting, and it's, I think it is in part because, like, the art is, like, very, like, you know, like I said, Don Bluth, Disney-esque mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the 80s, and then, or 90s, that time frame. <laughs> and then just, like, the idea that these dogs are trying to, like, solve a murder while living with this murderer, and also, like, putting their lives and their self, themselves at risk, but their dogs? I don't know. But there's obviously a bad dog. <laughs> Who is just sorry? I did not mean to. He's do. A, is he a traitor? He is a traitor. He, he is, is a, he's a traitor. So I feel like dog he, traitor. I feel like he might be like the original dog, like mm, maybe the one that lures him in, or like the dog that like is just like the owner's dog who to begin with. And oh then, yeah, like, I can see that. All the other ones are just foster kids, so the 
dog just looks down on him and yeah. is like, I'll rat on you if I have to. But it's uh, it's really interesting. I do really enjoy this book. I've liked where it's like taken itself and I do really like the way it's like built each each issue quite a bit because it's like each time, you know, there's a new dog in on it. Mm-hmm. Like, so. That is actually a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm mad that it's not a movie yeah no i would definitely watch that as like a cartoon or like a little mini mini series sort of thing i only would if the the main dog because there's a main dog obviously like the one that got kidnapped in the first yeah yeah that little like uh i don't know what she is like a pomeranian type dog it wouldn't work then i was gonna say i'd only really watch it if the main her if it was played by eddie who's in fraser I know that that dog is like... Yeah, that dog is dead. Well, <laughs> funny story about that dog. That dog ended up having kids. One of the kids and took over and became Eddie after. You know. that, that dog's probably dead, too. Though. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> that dog is dead. I'm just saying, Brayden and I spent a whole... That dog like, is dead, too. Yeah, no, we spent like an hour one night like Googling that dog and like who plays him and then the family history and like where all those other dogs like starred. And it was... Um, it was... That's a that's a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. I didn't realize you knew that much about the dog from Fraser. Yeah, we love the dog from Fraser. Eddie is a fantastic. And it, and we know a lot about Vin Diesel too. So if you ever want to learn about Vin Diesel, yeah, we, we spend got that. way too much time googling Vin. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna keep going. Yes, and, and this is ha 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 ha. This is issue number three, four, four. four. Jesus, uh, four. This is a little anthology about clowns. This is about a clown that gets stuck in a balloon. Yeah, that is, yeah, it is exactly it. There's a couple interesting, like, Stephen King references in this book, or a few, mm-hmm. uh, which was fun. I really liked the art quite a bit. Uh, this is also a thing about this anthology, goddamn chairs so loud, uh, is that it is all written by Maxwell, or W. Maxwell Prince, and then each of the artists is different, and this time it is Patrick Hor- Horvath. Horvath. Yes. Um, this also, what I like about these stories is like it's half of the clown story, and then there's also like the, Somebody the personal else, yeah. story. Yeah. And the one in this one, it was it just like really made me sad, but like hopeful too at the same time because in the end, the, the grandpa mm-hmm. was like, "I recognize that I haven't been the best I can be. I'm going to start doing it now." And I was like, "That's what the." Clown is also the balloon is trying to do. Yeah, I also did. I did like that quite a bit. It's It's, the the clown says one thing in here that like I just loved so much. It's also interesting like how each of these are horror like horror. It's a horror book, and they're kind of like unsettling, but they're also just so true to life and things that are happening, and they hit in that way where it's just like, well, damn dog, you didn't have to do that. It's, a uh, yeah, this whole page, like... Oh, yeah, where he's just talking about, like, getting better and stuff. Yeah, eventually I'll find a way out of this place, and when I do, I'm gonna try to be better. Clown, dude! <laughs> Gustav the Magnificent! Chill out! <laughs> like, I can't handle that much! Yeah. Uh, it's a great book. I would highly, highly suggest it, especially really if you like Ice Cream Man. Uh, I had a conversation with one of our other co-workers about how this book is kind of better than Ice Cream Man. I I think so because it's not just like I know that Ice Cream Man from the few issues that I read there there were a few heavy issues and there were other things going on but I felt like it was more focused on the horror mm-hmm. aspect of it whereas this is like horror in humanity. 
Yeah, that's so. a really good way to describe that. That's what I like about it, and <laughs> I love clowns, so. <laughs> oh, all right, go ahead, my dog. Okay. I have uh, Jim Henson's The Storyteller Tricksters. This is issue number one. This technically came out last week. Just got it today. Um, this is also a little anthology, but it's all about tricksters within mythology. This particular issue is about Anansi the Spider, which, funny story about Anansi the Spider, I won an award when I was like in fourth grade for writing a story about him, and I had to stand up in front of the entire school and read it. Thankfully, the teacher lost it. <laughs> so I didn't have to read it, but I also never got that story back. So every time I tell that story, I'm like in the back of my head, I hope they don't think I'm lying because this actually did happen. I know a lot about Anansi the Spider. <laughs> so that's what this is about. It's Anansi trying to gain all the stories from his father, going through a bunch of trials and tribulations and tricking other creatures and then coming to the realization that not one person should have all the stories that wisdom and storytelling should belong to everyone so and how the moon was put into the sky so you know <laughs> it's it's fantastic i'm really excited about the other ones um i can't remember who the other two stories are but the very last one is about loki mm-hmm. and it the peach momoko drawing had like the actual Norse version of what Loki is supposed to look like with the red hair and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm very excited about it. I love tricksters. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we have this book. This is Koyakaru. Uh, the Skinner. I don't know actually like how to pronounce this name. That's just what it sounds or looks like it would sound like to me. I just go Kojakaru because that is, you know, just doing it real strong there it is <laughs> as an american so that makes a- sense <laughs> <laughs> i was like why are you saying it like that i guess ko jack aru yeah ko jack aru Ooh, that just sounds hard i don't like that it like hurts <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is about Nazi witches. Yeah, that's all you need to know. This is a story by Mike Wignolia, Christopher Golden, and Peter Bergting does the art. Let's just say Michelle Madsen does the colors. It's a really interesting like idea and story, just like bringing back a ghost to kill Nazi witches. Yeah, um, I love it. I don't know what I was expecting from it based off of like what the solicited said, but mm-hmm. I really like what came of it. Yeah, I and when we were talking about it at work the other day, I couldn't really remember the solicit besides it having witches in it, even though I had posted it like the day before. Yeah. Uh, but I remember I had special ordered it because of something about the description, so it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I really like it. I like watching, you know, Nazis get killed. With the giant sword. Yeah, I oh my god, yes. <laughs> Give me big swords. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I have a couple more. Or just this one. Oh, okay. Um, I have, have X-Force, this, too. <laughs> We're not there yet. Um, I have Nomen Omen. This is issue number 14. Got one issue left, and then we're done. Um... I just... I don't even know how to explain, like, what has been happening in this story like this last half of the story because Becky was dead she came back and now she's working with the king's brother who had been exiled pretty much she's working with him to take down the dragon who was the right hands of the king okay 
who technically like killed her and stuff. But the the king is straight up just dying. Even though he can't actually die, he's like in the process of it, and it's something that was gonna like last forever. It's like eternal. This is what he did to himself in order for his kingdom to take over New York. Hmm. So he's, he's just like, What's up? like I'm covered in blood, and I my hair is white now. <laughs> like that was my favorite part. Like he stole all the power, and then just looks old. <laughs> Weird as, as that happens. Yeah. Um, but I do really, really love this story. Like, I, I love the colors. I love these characters that just kind of come out of nowhere that I, like, forgot about. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... It's so good. It's so good. Is this... So there's one more issue? One more, yep. Okay. Um, and this was really interesting, too. I completely forgot about, like, this part. I remember when I read it the other day, I was like, keep that in mind because that's something that you'll want to talk about. One of the characters in here is talking about how he is... Uh, part of this what is it the the burn and dante um but it goes into like uh italian folklore and like mythology and stuff and like some of the the weird things in their world mm-hmm. i guess um but it just yeah it goes into like all of the the traditions and the persecution of like that group specific group of people who had like died yeah and how it ties into like this character's story it was very good. That's interesting. I, yeah, I did not know <clears throat> anything about it, to be honest. That's cool. Yeah. But they, it's like the Bern and Dante were compared to like witches and stuff in Italy, and that's why they were like killed and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I love this book. I love that the, the author at the end of every issue explains like how he got his motivation for it and stuff like that. So. It's fantastic. I am excited for it to be over, but also, like, it's just a really good story, and I'm going to be bummed Bum, out. Yeah, I get that. <clears throat> I understand that. Yeah, it's just a lot of feelings for me. <laughs> okay, so then we have Walk. I Walk With Monsters. This is issue number five. Mm-hmm. It's coming to an end, right? Yeah, I think the next issue is the last issue. Mm-hmm. And JC, mm-hmm. uh, she's just trying to get her revenge, doesn't go as planned. And then you get a flashback as the story goes, and then they kind of decide to go a different way about it. Yeah. It's uh, it's really good. It's really interesting. I, I am interested to see how it wraps itself up, because I mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of... I don't think it needed to be, like, six issues. I, I do and I don't. Um, I do think, like, with the flashbacks and stuff, it makes sense why it's that long. But some of the story we don't need. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Yeah, there's, there's just, like, a lot of filler space. Yeah. And, I, like, it does give the art, like, a lot of time to, like, sing and mm-hmm. do its own thing. But it's just also, like, well... It likes to hit all the notes. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there's, oh, yeah. like, very certain pages. Like, even within this issue, like, when she's having that uh, face-to-face with, like, the, the main guy. The, the main bad guy. The bad boy, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, well, you know could have wrapped this up in less panels mm-hmm. yeah because it is a lot of her just staring and mm-hmm. stuff and like yeah you i don't know there were things that i would have done differently had i wrote this book but yeah but i don't i don't write comics so yeah i don't have that job regardless this, this so- person doesn't come into my coffee shop telling me how to make coffee <laughs> maybe they should <laughs> um but i mean aside from that i do i just like how i don't know she's she's written like her trauma and mm-hmm. stuff and how it like grew with her and her how day. she can like talk a lot but then when she's faced with that sort of 
like situation. Yeah. yeah. She just shuts down because that's what happens. Yeah, I mean when re- you're around your abuser. Well, and I think too, like, you know, revenge isn't revenge isn't easy no matter how easy like things make it seem. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're trying to do like the ultimate thing of like murdering someone. Yeah, it doesn't matter what your intentions are, good or bad. It's hard. Well, that's a whole nother moral moral ground we can get into some other time. And you, you can guys learn- have time. We can do a whole episode <laughs> on this. Uh, so next, talking about murder, we have Eternals. This is issue number four, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, there are traitors about. There are traitors all in this house. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. I was okay. thinking I about to... Jim taking a shit off his blanket. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are traitors all around. All around us. Every time. Every time. <laughs> what is happening? Where am I? I just had too much salt on those chips. That's what they call it. Yeah. Um... So, you don't have to be really, like, familiar with Eternals to get into the story. I don't know anything about the Eternals. It's a really great, like, little murder mystery. Art's wonderful. Yeah. Color's great. Kieran... Kills it. Yeah, just murders it. It's so good. Oh, wow. That's a face that I never noticed when I was reading it. Yeah, I noticed that face right away. Okay, I do have... It's it's fantastic. I love it. Um... I was just telling Champ that every time I pick up this book and start reading it, like, halfway through, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And I was just, like, flipping through it again, and I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Well, because I think it does a really, like, and this is just, like, that flashback. Yeah. I think that's, like, the best part about this story is it does a really good job of, like, kind of rounding out the characters for people who don't know them. Right. Because it's, like, you're kind of constantly bombarded with, like, people you don't know if you don't know the Eternals very well. So it's just like, who the fuck is this? Yeah like this particular issue and they really did a great job of just like okay well here here is who this is like and giving you a more full picture of like he's really good at like writing their history Mm -hmm. too because they obviously they all know each other and they've known each other for ever eternity yeah (laughs) so he's really good at like solidifying that relationship mm-hmm. for the reader and being like, nah, dog, they, they went through this shit like 2,500 years ago. Like, see, here it is. It's good. Yeah, it's really great. It's, a uh, I don't know, Thanos is in it, so if you like Thanos. Yeah, he flies in and out of the page like <laughs> several times. I was like, that dude is too big to be that limber. Look at his butt here, though. I know. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I always look at the butt. It's just like such a fat ass. <laughs> I can't talk about Thanos like that anymore. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about orcs. Orcs. Oh, I forgot my sword, damn it. This is... I've been practicing the Frodo drop. You know that one? Yeah. So this is all about orcs. Orcs, yeah. Um, our group of orcs were exiled from their little home, so they come up with a plan to get back in the good graces of the chief. Um, they get kidnapped by trolls. Yeah. It's just so, so much fun. It it's, is a really cute, like, it is, honestly, at first I was like, I don't know if this is kid appropriate, but it's like watching a cartoon, like, on Nickelodeon. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, there are jokes in here that kids are just absolutely not going to understand, but jokes that adults do understand. The mushrooms? Yeah, but it still doesn't, like, it makes it still enjoyable for, like, younger adults, which I think is really great. Or, or kids, too. Yeah. Like, I guess kids are young adults, right? 
I don't know. I don't know anything they're about t- kids. They're miniature <laughs> people. They're born out of adults, right? Or is Hopefully. this a or is this a matrix situation again? The one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I love this book so much. I'm really glad, like, I picked up that first issue and decided to read it and, like, decided to add it to my pool because I, I do really like it. Like I said before, it just reminds me of Headlopper, but just for, like, kids. Yeah. I, more, like, a more silly Headlopper for children. I wasn't, compared to, like, the second and third issue, I didn't really like the first one. Yeah, like, I it didn't It didn't too. really grab me, but then... This, I was like, yeah, okay, this is, like, orcs, cool. Like, I'm going to keep reading it because I love kids' books like that. The second one was fantastic, yeah. though. And then that's why I just kept with it because I was like, man, this is actually, like, a lot of fun. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. So, thank, thanks for that. Did I mess that up, too? No. I know. That was one that, like, I had thought I'd put on my profile but didn't. And then oh, you had. Oh, okay. I was like, when, how did I do that? And then when I just I saw that you had and I didn't, I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I got to... I gotta remedy the situation Look, immediately. I know orcs. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna keep talking about comics here. Yeah, you, you um, I have X Force. This is issue number 19. Um, Kid Omega is lost in his head, and uh, his girlfriend is in my head. Yeah, he's he's stuck in, in his head. head. Where this like creepy Zombie. version of him. Zombie. Zombie. Look at that. Yeah, that is real creepy. I I do. That's the only thing about this art and this issue that I was, like, really into because there's, like, weird versions of him in his head. So they have to kind of recruit... I can't help myself every time. I know. They recruit Jean to help him because she is, you know, she's all about that kind of stuff. She knows the brain. And so she's She's kind of... She's all about that kind of stuff. (laughs) Jean Grey, all about the mind stuff. Yeah, she's all about the mind stuff. <laughs> if she had stuff. a tin- Tinder profile, that's what it would just say. Oh my god. I don't know how Tinder works. Do you have a bio? I I don't know why I'm asking you, the married woman. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, like, I'm not going to name drop here. Our friend who moved away to Wisconsin? Okay. I don't want to say his name, but it's, like, crucial to the story. Anyway... Um, a friend of mine had a picture oh, yes, of yes. me and her on her Tinder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you telling me Yeah, this. so he, straight, he comes to me and he's like, this scared me. And I was like, what is this? He's like, this is Tinder. This is how I hook up with girls. And I was like, why am I on Tinder? It was just a picture of me and a friend because the friend thought she looked really cute. She did. She looks really cute. But I was like, don't put me in your Tinder pictures because put it's going to put a clown face. Over yeah, me. it's going to it's going to get back to my husband. And I don't know how to answer that. I'm not on Tinder. I'm not. So many people have like shown me how to use it, though, because I'm like, what does it mean when you swipe left and right? Like, yeah, I'm right handed. So I would swipe right. What does that mean? All right. So Jean Grey. Into, She's into all about mind the mind stuff. stuff. Um, once she gets Kid Omega, like, out of his head, she's kind of training him, in a sense, like, giving him tips on, like, how to work his mind better, because he's always been his worst enemy. And he's like, yeah, I can do this. Let's do it. Because Beast is dead. Blah, 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 blah. And then that's it. That's, like, pretty much the extent of what happens in this issue. I mean, you almost got me singing Lit, My Own Worst Enemy. I mean, my goal was to get you to sing as many songs as I could. That's what that's what the podcast is about. Mm-hmm. It's actually just a karaoke hour. Why did you never tell me this before? <laughs> I could sorry. have been doing all the hits. I know. So next, we have Way of X. This is issue number one. Uh, this is a little 
little Nightcrawler story. Very excited about this one. So if you remember, or if you don't, uh, and if you didn't read House and Powers, we'll just give you a little clue. Uh, once the new mutant Krakoa started and everybody kind of was getting settled in, Kurt was like, I'm going to start my own mutant religion. Mm -hmm. And as things have kind of developed, he's realized that maybe that wasn't the calling he was wanting and he kind of maybe just said stuff that he didn't mean. It's like when you get drunk and learn, like, that's exactly make what plans it was. when you're like, gonna, While he's carrying like, his rosary. Like, like, I'm gonna go running at 6 a.m. Like, let's do it. And then he wakes up and he's like, no, there's no fucking way I'm running at 6 a.m. So <laughs> Charles keeps reminding yeah. him. He's like, dude, I get it. Like, I know what I said. Maybe I shouldn't have said it. So I really, I really like this issue a lot. I really like the struggle it would only make sense that like nightcrawler would struggle with the crucible with like people just being able to come back from the dead well i don't think it's just that i think it's just like the violent deaths that they choose to do yeah and or they're like uh why can't i think of the verbiage i'm looking for right now they're like laissez-faire is not right but like their kind of carefree attitude about you know, death. It's just, like, it's kind of meaningless for the mutants who haven't died. They have that, like, you know, you see that with Pixie. Mm -hmm. And then you see that in a different form because I think, you know, I think the thing about those mutants being reborn with their, like, powers after being taken from Wanda is especially important in, like, you know, losing their powers is part of their personality, so it's necessary. But I think the way, the like, the struggle Kurt has is with the way they go about it with the Crucible. Like, this violence is just, like, incredibly unnecessary. And yeah. you see that with him, like, pushing against Magneto. Which I loved. I was into that. Yeah, so it's just, like, I don't know. Sorry, I just, I no, took that I, over. I did not even mean to. That's fine. You had more points than I did, because I was just going to say he looks really good in his outfit. I just, like, I really, I really liked the struggle. I really liked what they were, like, going for. And I think it's something that... They did a really good job of capturing, like, both sides of his personality mm-hmm. and him trying to, like, handle being in that situation and that, like, living space. Like, yeah. Being by himself, essentially, because no one is on the same page as him. Yeah, say, because he's, like, yeah, and he's struggling in a different way. Yeah. Like, everybody here is, like, they're at home, they're happy, they're just, like, living it up, you know? They found paradise. Like, what else should they do? And Nightcrawler's kind of thinking about these other things that, like, what does paradise mean? Like, what do these things really mean to us? And, like, what part of us are we giving up to, like, have this paradise? I also I also was really sick. They introduced Legion. Yeah, no, that <laughs> I was like, like real sick. I could not stop thinking about that, like the way it happened, because I was like, I know who this is. Like throughout the book, when it was like giving hints on who yeah, it is, yeah. I was like, I know who this is. Like, why can't I think of it? And then I went to the last page, and I was like, No, okay, you're just gonna like give it away that fast, like. It's really good. It's this, really good. I, I really do like it. I You don't really necessarily need to be reading any of the other X books. It mm-hmm. kind of just, like, fills in the blanks for you. Well, what the heck? Once again, your hands are just too too powerful. It's, it's all that salt from those chips. <laughs> uh, it's really great. I would highly suggest it. Uh, once again, it just has a lot of really good, interesting points. And especially if you enjoy Nightcrawler at all. It has a lot of depth. Yeah, it has a lot of depth to it. 
And the art is so good. I didn't I didn't even mention that, but I, that yeah. seems like silly to skip over. The art is amazing yeah. in this book. Like the art and colors are so perfect. Uh, they just like go hand in hand. I love it. It's so good. It's yeah. I I am very I've been really excited about this book for a while and I knew I wasn't ever gonna be disappointed by anything that has Nightcrawler in it. But <laughs> this I don't know, exceeded my expectations. Yeah, mine too. That's just good. It's been a good week yeah, it's uh, a, for comics. Yeah, I would say it was a real solid week. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what we didn't even talk about? Layla. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I also have Luna that I didn't mention either. <laughs> so because Diamond is an absolute shithole of a company, uh, our all of our copies of Many Deaths of Layla Star, Layla, Layla Star were completely damaged. So both of us read it at the shop and... I've been looking forward to this book for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, like, I've told customers time and time again, Ram V is, a, like, a writer I slept on for so long, and then I got so hyped over Blue and Green. Mm-hmm. And then when I read Blue and Green, I was like, fuck, I gotta pick up, like, everything this dude writes independently, because I had read those Catwoman issues, and I didn't really like them. Yeah. So I was just like, no. I'm trying to think. I have a, another Ram one, like, that either just finished or I'm gonna have to look it up because I recently was just like oh I've been reading Ram V this whole time and it just like confused me yeah so it's just like very good I, I, yeah I'll pick up anything he writes independently now just because I have such a solid love for like his writing mm-hmm. and he always teams with like really great great artists um and I also just really like that he brings a lot of his own like culture and like other Asian like cultures into like his writings mm-hmm. and such um, I... So what is it about? <laughs> you go ahead. Um, it's just about death, like the personification of death losing their position as the death dealer and getting sent into a human body to live out a regular amount of human time. Uh, while also just no, you know, accidentally possibly dying. <laughs> I just like, I really like the voice he had for death. I really like this interesting idea that's like, death couldn't kill this baby. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I liked life, too, mm-hmm. and then, like, all of the personification of, like, existing. Yeah. I, their voices were so good on them. Like, I didn't, I don't know, the rest of it was just kind of, like, a part of the story, but that was, like, my yeah. favorite oh, part Yeah, oh, yeah, no, that was my favorite part of it as well. And I'm just, I'm so excited to see, like, what, how, what develops out of this. Yeah. Because it has, like, so much, so much potential. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, and then you have another book. <laughs> I have uh, Luna. I think it's issue four. I can't remember. Uh, it's Ma- the Maria Lovett one about the girl who gets into the car accident, and when she wakes up, she's in, a, like, a commune. Um, oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, a, like, a god in a cave that's been chained up, and the leader of the mm-hmm. commune has been, like, drinking the blood and stuff from him. So in this issue, Luna discovers that the reason why she was, like, drawn to that area, like, she had just gotten in her car and just, like, started driving. She was drawn to that area because the god in the cave is her soulmate, and she had existed however many lives before. So every time she comes back, they end up finding each other. I'm a, I'm a sucker for love stories, and that just, like, destroyed me. Because yeah. he was like, I've been waiting here for you forever. And she's like, I have no idea who you are, man chained up in a cave. And he makes her remember, and it was just, it was really Aww. cool. Yeah, it was it was very good. Because um, then when she, like, comes to, I guess, because she had, like, seen it in a vision, like, that's how she had been talking to him before, was, like, when she would be sleeping or, like, 
drinking his blood because it was just like a, a part of this thing that she wasn't aware of. Mm-hmm. She was able to communicate with him. And when she comes to, she's just like fucking some other dude. And she's like, no, <laughs> this Ooh, isn't how it's supposed yeah, to be. That's awful. Yeah. But it's, uh, I, re- I think it's my favorite Maria Lovett story just hmm. because of like that aspect of it because I was not expecting that at all because usually it's just like fucking in the devil and that's it but this was just like no I'm a god and we are lovers what if he's the devil I wouldn't be surprised they made him look like a bad boy so <laughs> uh yeah that Chris Anka was that the god because mm-hmm. that Chris Anka cover was so good yeah that was the god that's that why I was just so like hot. that was my fucking soulmate I'd be like <laughs> all right dude let's go let me hop on out. You hop can either on in. come with me or like I'll fucking chain myself up next to you. Whatever you want to do, I'm down. Uh, okay, so I think that's actually it. Yeah, that's it. It's been a full week. We forgot about those other books that we actually read, and it was a good week. Yeah, once again. Yeah. Uh, good so, comics. Yeah, good comics. So go support your local comic book store. Support your local library. Support your friends. Thank you. Uh, I will post the link in our bio. For my black and pink fundraiser for Opportunity Campus, which supports uh, LGBTQIA plus individuals here in Omaha, youth uh, that are system impacted. It's really, really wonderful thing that I want to see succeed. Uh, I have a lot of strong feelings about it, but please, please donate. It would mean so much to me and so much to us. Anyway, we love you. Also, oh, the podcast. The podcast. Also, one more thing. I we'll, remember. We'll remember. <laughs> uh, we are going to, you know, go to Synergy Nation Network, listen to Thoughts and Shots. They drink. They burp. They tell you what's up. They do. They do. Uh, anyway, we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you on the flippity flip.